Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Kempe, we better chat to Liam. Yeah, that's right. We're still two weeks out from Game 1 of Origin, but myself and Izzy are already licking our lips at the prospect of this year's Origin Series. How good every year it's set to be. A belter after the battle we witnessed between the Blues and Maroons uh, in 2022. Anyway, hopefully the Queenslanders will get up again this year, because that's my team. But enough about the present. Today we're talking a lot at the past with Liam Hauser. The author has penned the book, uh, penned the book Immortals of Origin. It's a hard job, that one, celebrating a dream team of Queenslanders and New South Welshmen from over four decades of Origin Series. Liam joins us this morning from across the Tasman to talk about how hard it was, Liam, to uh, to put those <laughs> teams together. Good morning, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good morning. Yeah, that uh, I've looked at both those sides. Um, I've got some questions for you around that, but just take us through um, the, I guess, the final selections. How hard was it picking those teams? It was extremely difficult, without a doubt. And to be honest, uh, selecting the two states, uh, the best of all all time teams for both states, honestly, it really left me on a hiding to nothing. Because no matter who I pick, readers um, unavoidably are going to be saying, well, or questioning, <laughs> how can you pick this player and leave out this other player? And rest assured, I've asked myself that question many times. <laughs> So what, what was the criteria, Liam? How did you go about picking this team? For, for my, one of my previous Origin books, actually, because I've um, actually I've written um, chronological order um, with, with the State of Origin, so I've had books previously published. State of Origin 30 years was the first one and then updated it every five years, so then State of Origin 35 years came next and then State of Origin 40 years. And when I did the State of Origin 40 Years book a few years back and had a bit more time on my hands, I set myself the burdensome but very rewarding and very time-consuming task of watching every State of Origin game in chronological order from 1980 until 2019. Wow. And so having watched every game in full, that enabled me to, to see exactly how, how things evolved and how things changed and how things developed and also to see which players made an indelible stamp on origin. It was very hard to come up with some sort of criteria or some sort of yardstick, though, because, I mean, it, it really is hard. In fact, it's impossible, really, to equate the merits and the credibility and all that of, of one player from the 80s compared to the 90s and then the 2000s, because, I mean, because of how the game changed and evolved. So to come up with some sort of criteria was very difficult. Uh, um, when trying to compare players, because because it, it's, it's really difficult, but there are there are certainly some players like whether it's Wally Lewis or 
Billy Slater or Jonathan Thurston or Cameron Smith and for New South Wales, the likes of Andrew Johns and Laurie Daly. There are certain players who who just really made a stamp and, and, and really made their impact in, in a number of series. So I think consistency and, and making an impact in numerous series um, was certainly a big factor. Be careful how you answer this next question because it's going to form my question to you. Who do you support? Queensland. Oh, okay, well, I'm fine <laughs> with that. Then, um, mate, because you haven't got Chris close in there, and we know back in the early days, you know, I started watching uh, Origin back in the 80s as well, um, which was, Liam, which was a, a fantastic game back then, which was, you know, raw and, and tough. You know, you've got no Chris close in there. You've got Mel Meninga as your, your coach. He's not in the centres. You, you, you put, who I thought, Darius Boyd um, on the wing when I would have, I would have had Meninga and Inglis next to each other, personally. But the one that really surprises me who you left out was Eric Growth on the wing for New South Wales. Did he not impress you? Oh, he certainly made an impression, don't get me wrong, but... But the, but the trouble with Eric Growth in particular was just was just basically um, how injuries hindered him. I mean, he was a great player, don't get me wrong, but, but he actually only played nine State of Origin games in the space of six years, and Bradley Clyde was another one too. He, mm. he, he played his last Origin game at the age of 24 because injuries hindered his career quite a bit too. So I think um, in that case... Because Growth playing nine games in six years and Clyde playing twelve games and playing his last Origin at the age of twenty-four, to me that counted against them a bit. I tended to reward players who had more longevity and um, and played more over a longer period of time. And it, and it must have been hard selecting your halves because no Cooper Cronk, no Peter Sterling. No, Tommy Radonigas. You know you can you can throw in you can throw in another half a dozen players as far as five eights go. But how was how difficult was it to to settle on your half pairing? It was difficult, that's for sure. Because I mean, for Queensland, you had Alan Langer and Cooper Cronk and even Mark Murray, um, who all had great Origin careers. Um, but to me, you just couldn't go past Jonathan first and. And then, to, um, to me, it just goes without saying that Wally Lewis has to be 5'8". But, yeah, it was very difficult um, to leave out mm. uh, a number of players. And then for New South Wales, um, Andrew Johns being an immortal to me, he basically had to be halfback, which meant there was no room for the likes of, like you say, Rodonicus as well as Sterling and, and Steve Mortimer and Ricky Stewart. I mean, they all certainly had their their time to shine at origin level. So a lot of very worthy halfbacks for both states had to miss out. And in my opinion, uh, the um, halfback, I mean, there's a specialist position and obviously there's only one in a team. And, and to me, it's not right to have a specialist halfback as an interchange player, which is why none of them made the interchange bench either. But Laurie Daly, um, being the, who I've selected as New South Wales 5-8, I mean, a lot of people might have picked him in the centres, but... In my opinion, Daly never quite received the plaudits he deserved at origin level. I mean, he had a bit of a rough start in 1989 when Queensland won 3-0, but, but then actually in in my primary school days and actually the first three series that I saw um, from 1992 to 1994, um, New South Wales actually won those three series and Daly was the captain of New South Wales and, and captain the, the Blues from 5-8. And... And yeah, as a player and as a leader, he was just inspirational. He was he was magnificent. And 
And I think, and the other thing with that is that because Mal Meninga was actually Queensland's captain for three, those three straight years, and he was Daly's club captain at Canberra, and so Daly actually captained New South Wales to serious success at Meninga's expense. And and the thing about Meninga was that that his record as a player actually wasn't quite as good as people thought, because Queensland actually only won 15 of 32 games that he played at Origin level, and because Meninga never captained the Maroons to a series win, that's why I bit the bullet and left him out of the Queensland team and picked him as a coach, where he where he coached the, the Maroons to nine of 10 series wins. So picking Meninga as coach in that sense was easy, and I decided 